you know, we've heard from so many different people of you guys here about how we feel like there's just something on the cusp of about to happen, a breakthrough that we're about to step into, something that's coming. And I was listening to uh, Chris Valentin, and he's said this in a couple of his messages about the, I don't know if I can get the words right, the dogs of doom stand at the doors of destiny, meaning that your worst battles are at the door of your breakthrough. And I know just being transparent and being honest, I think our doom of destiny has been communication because it's been a struggle to communicate. (laughs) Just right here, just being honest with you guys. And I just want to ask you, has that been your problem? (laughs) Whether it's in your marriage or just you in general, just the thoughts in your mind. I just feel like, uh, man, you guys don't, you guys know I don't know what I'm doing up here. (laughs) If that's your issue, if that's your struggle, if you don't mind coming up so we could pray for you. Just the mental battle, the battle of defeat, the battle that says you're not good enough, the communication issue, whether it's in a marriage, just in general. If that's you, if you don't mind just stepping up here. Because the truth is that you are good enough. We are good enough. We were the ones created to change the world. We're all going through different things. Lord, you're so good. You're so good. Chris is going to just lay hands on you just real quick. And I just want to say this prayer over you guys. I renounce every battle in your mind, every thought that tells you you're not good enough, every thought that tells you you can't, every thought that tells you you can't hear right, that God didn't say that, every negative thought that comes to your mind, I renounce that in the name of Jesus. And I just speak clear thoughts, a clear mind. If it's good, it's from God, and the answer is yes. If you're wondering, should I, could I, yes. Yes, you can. Yes, you will. Yes, it will happen, because that's the God that we serve. That's the God that we serve. He created you for greatness. He created you to change an atmosphere. He created you to change people's lives. Your breakthrough is what people are waiting for. Your breakthrough. Because through your breakthrough, others will have that same breakthrough. So I just speak freedom. I speak freedom in the name of Jesus. You're free to believe what the word tells you. You're free to believe all those prophetic words that came into your life, all of those callings. You're free to believe them. You have permission to step out and believe those things because that's what you are. Not your circumstances, not what the world has said, not what your parents have said, not what your siblings have said. It's what God has said. That's who you are. That's who you were created to be. Believe it. 
Believe it, believe it, believe it in the name of Jesus. I just bless you guys. Oh, so shaky. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just, um, oh, man, this is, this is okay. <laughs> One thing to add. I wanted to point out one thing about the message she was talking about that Valentin uh, was talking about, that the, the, the dogs of doom stand at the door of destiny. You, most of the, he said most of the, you can't see on the other side of the door a lot of the time, and that's where faith comes in. And that's where you just have to know that we win. Like what she just said, you're made for what's on the other side of the door. You're made for that. You're created for your destiny, for your, the goodness of the Father. You have no choice in the matter when it comes to His goodness. His goodness is all about you. And don't forget that as you stand at the door where the dogs of doom are just there barking as loud as they can, know that destiny is right there. I just, I, I, uh... I just want to do something real quick. <laughs> um, this young man sitting, second row from behind, you have glasses on? Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to embarrass you or call you out, and it's your first time here. Does the name uh, Joseph mean anything to you? Joseph. I saw you when you were sitting back there. I think you were on your phone. I think you came with um, your sister, and her name escapes me. Your sister's name. I can't remember your sister's name, but Allie. There you go. And I just feel like I just, I just feel like the Lord wants you to know that you're not alone. And I think that the, I looked up um, Joseph. He, I don't know if you're familiar with Joseph in the Bible. He had a coat of many colors. And I just want to read you this real quick. This is Genesis 37.3. Now Israel loved Joseph more than his other sons because Joseph was a son born to him in his old age. And he made a robe of many colors for him. And I just feel like whatever you've been through, what life has told you, there's no stopping you. You have, what you were created for is far more than what you lived through. And I think that quote, that scripture right there, why it reminded me of you is because there's no limits for you. The deep thoughts that you have in your mind, the struggles, that's what God created in you. That's your true calling, not what you live through. I don't know if that means anything to you, but I just wanted you to know that, that you're not alone. You're not alone. God's speaking to you. So who you are today won't be who you are a year from now. And there's nothing that you need to do other than just start a dialogue with the Lord. Tell him how you feel. Ask him questions. There's no right or wrong. I just want to share that with you. Also, also, I was about to say, here you go, Chris. Um, Lydia was going to share some things with us and her amazing assistant, Tabitha. Tabitha's the one strutting up here, bowing. <laughs> um, yeah, she's going to share some stuff with us about Roger's benefit. Okay, um, so we've had a lot of questions about needs for the benefit. So um, right now, our needs are chicken, chicken leg quarter bags, sausage, potato salad, 
Um, your sides, breads, onions, Jalapeno. beans, yeah, jalapenos. And then also, um, I'm missing something. Oh, okay, I think that's it. You do desserts for the bake sale. Oh, yeah, and desserts for the bake sale. Um, and water. Water, soda. <laughs> I promise I have it all written down. <laughs> but um, if, you, if, if any of y'all, we want to open it up to that. Oh, and ranch style beans. And ranch style beans. We, we want to open it up to the family. And then we're going to, yeah. No. <laughs> And then, and then we're going to open it to the public. So if you have any, or you want to make any donations, whether it's a bag of chicken leg quarters or it's a rope of sausage, um, please see me, Tabitha, or, or yeah, cash, um, and my mom here, and um, or just let us know. Hey, I am meeting everyone with for meat on the ninth because we have a. family of Rebecca and Eric who have volunteered to cook it all and they've they've been really amazing they're they're going to cook it at a restaurant and bring it to the actual benefit and they're amazing so um yeah that's that's the needs and also the t-shirts um <laughs> the t-shirts are here today for um family that want coffee stains are extra <laughs> Yes, coffee stains are Starbucks extras, um, but um, yeah, they're ten dollars. Um, yeah, we also like again wanted to make them available to the family first, and then out to the public. So that's that's a Tabitha, and cash donations are, are accepted, and also Venmo cash cash app and Venmo. You can also pre-buy your barbecue plates. Oh yeah, we can pre-buy barbecue plates for ten. So if you send it electronically, make sure. You Okay. Or I'm going to guess for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. If y'all don't know Tabitha, every church needs a Tabitha. She is a real, she's the real deal. She makes me check myself and she doesn't even realize I'm checking myself. Because <laughs> I'm in her presence. I think that's it. That's it. Here's Chris. Let me get it before you start saying it. I had to get it away from her before she did our normal. No, I'm just kidding. Um, man, he's good. Amen. Um, where are the kiddos? Um, are y'all ready to head back? Yeah. Where's all our kiddos, man? Y'all give us a stand real quick, man. Not a squat, Abel, but like a stand. Yeah, man. These are, you know, it's so awesome when you look at these kids. Uh, these young people, these young, I mean, I, I look around and just these Holy Spirit filled kids, they're just, they're awesome. And what you and I are learning right now is what they're going to live in. And they're going to learn the next step of capacity for the world, not for core church. They're, they're going to take core church to the next level of the world. And it's just beautiful. It's amazing. And so, man, we just, we're just excited for you guys being that you're here with us. Amen. There's no junior Holy Spirit. So, Lydia, you, you got it? You're good? All right. Have at it, kiddos. I've started calling those young men and young women. Man. Uh, man, I, I want to take a second to uh, honor my friend. There's my friend back there in the corner. That is Mr. Trouble Carter. Yeah. Uh, Trouble actually works uh, at our company, and he's a... He's become a very good friend of mine. He is the uh, one of the 
the other two YouTube stars that uh, were, is on the YouTube with me, where we, uh, we had a, a roundtable discussion about real things. And uh, how many of y'all have seen that? Yeah? Yeah. So go check it out. There's the other star right there. And uh, we have some good conversations, don't we, my friend? Yeah. And yeah, is that Essence? That's her. Hi, Essence. Yeah. Man, she's, how old are you now? Three? Four? Oh, my goodness. All right. A little bit. Thank you, Ronnie, for that. Smart Alec. Um, this morning, uh, in, uh, yeah, for, um, I know I saw a few other people, uh, man, welcome, uh, you know, just, just welcome, and thank you for, for joining us and taking the time. Uh, if you would, turn with me to uh, the book of Colossians, uh, chapter 3. Um, we're going to jump around just a little bit. Uh, actually, um, we're going to be in uh, two, possibly three places, depending on time. And, um, but I'm going to jump around versions, uh, you know, I kind of normally do that anyway, but um, man, I'm just really, I'm really thankful for what, what God is doing around us and, and through us. And um, Raquel's right, man. Um, man, y'all pray for us. We got a lot going on and the enemy is trying to creep in any, any, any possible shade of color that he can or any shade of an opening. That's what I was trying to say. My grandma used to say that. Shades are open, let the lights in. <laughs> um, there's a, in the middle of like what Raquel was talking about, and I didn't know she was going to go there. I love that she went there, um, that the door of our destiny is, is what we're stepping into every single day. And this morning, I'm, I'm going to backtrack to a couple things that I, I, I shared um, while Matt was here. By the way, man, how many of y'all were blessed with Matt and Dez? Man. It, you know, uh, oh, hey, Austin, I just saw you, man. Hey, um, man, that was a pretty powerful uh, weekend, man. And I, I, I think, um, I, think one, I know one of the videos, I think Friday night is up. I don't know about the other two yet. Take a check it out if you, uh, if you think there uh, might, if you think about it. Check it out. I, I want to talk this morning just some things that were rolling in my head as um, something right before Matt came, I was sharing about the supernatural realities. Now, right away, we say that, and some people, you know, back in our religious days, mine and Raquel's, we would have, uh, we would, ooh. I mean, we believed in all the, the, the gifts as they were listed out in 1 Corinthians, but that was it. And we were limited to what those words read, right? Um, uh, if I look around here, could you just lift your hand if you've had what you would call a supernatural experience in whatever form or fashion that may be for you, yeah? I look around, it's about everybody, yeah. And uh, th there's different um, definitions of that for everyone. But the reality is that the supernatural is anything other than the natural, Right? Um, when we look at the scripture, um, we see, when you think supernatural, how many of y'all automatically think of Acts chapter 2 or Jesus healing somebody, right? You think about those things. But you know, one of the, the first, or actually the first um, 
supernatural experience in the Bible, um, as far as a person receiving Holy Spirit, actually was an artist. Can you say his name? Oh, she's good. She's ready. All right. He was an artist. It was the first supernatural encounter a person had with Holy Spirit in that form where it says Holy Spirit was put on him to do artistry. You know, Moses' father-in-law, uh, he had wisdom when he, uh, he, he, Jethro told Moses how to, um, he says, hey man, you got too much going on. And he told him how to separate things and make it uh, simpler. He had the, the supernatural gift of wisdom, right? Solomon, he, he, uh, he was the wisest man ever, right? Uh, was that from God? Absolutely it was. So supernatural comes in all kinds of forms and fashions. But I, I just want to point out a couple things here. In Colossians chapter 3, are you there with me? All right. We read this, we went through all this a couple of weeks ago, but I want to point out just a few things here, and then we're going to jump into Romans, uh, because here, here's, here's where I'm going, church. Um, you and I, as children of God, as sons and daughters who have, who have Jesus living with us, in us, who have Holy Spirit guiding and leading us, there's nothing natural about us. Is that true? There's nothing natural about us. And you and I, I believe, this, this, is, this is for me, um, I believe that we are meant to live in the supernatural. We are meant, does that mean that we're going to, you know, walk around and heal somebody every single day? I, I think, you yeah, you should. I think we should do that. Uh, every opportunity that comes up. Um, does that mean, and you could go on and on, hearing, um, hearing God about someone specific or getting wisdom for something. You and I should live in the supernatural because we are supernatural. Does that make sense? And so what I want to share with you is a, a key that for me um, was pretty powerful last week when I, when I got into this and I started seeing these other scriptures and it was simply the fact that I have to set my mind on the supernatural. Everything around me. Amen? Okay, the baby and two others. Okay. And I, thought it was, I thought it was a better point, but that's okay. I, I, I'm not crushed. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, and I'm going to read out of the Passion it says, Christ's resurrection is your resurrection. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above. You see that? Yearn for what is above. How many of y'all yearn for bluebell ice cream? That's an old word, but you know what it means, right? I'm yearning for... I shouldn't say that right now because I'm actually starving. I might collapse here in a minute. No, I'm just kidding. Um, this is why we yearn... For all that is above, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. But look at verse 2. This is the passion. It says, yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. We 
pointed this out last week, but we need to go back over this again because there's some other points that I feel like are detrimental for you and I stepping through the door of destiny. Like they're necessary is a better word. Does that make sense? Are y'all with me? Yeah? So feast on the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not the distractions of the natural realm. Do you have access to all the treasures of the heavenly realm? Yes, you do. Absolutely. It's not a question. It's not a doubt. It's not a maybe. You have full access to the kingdom of heaven because we now have Jesus living inside of us. He's the king of all kings, right? He, is, um, he said uh, um, that we, sorry, we have every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. Is this true? We are seated with him. And, and you all know that. I, I look around. These are all Bible scholars in here. Yeah, I forgot where I was for a minute. Um, you must know that the treasures of the heavenly realm, every aspect of heaven, every aspect of God is ours. Does that make sense? Okay. So the next verse, uh, your crucif- verse three, your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tide of this life, and now your true life is hidden away in God in Christ. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will be revealed for you are now one with him in his glory. There is this process that we are now in of this unveiling or this revealing, right? How many of y'all like Christmas presents? I used to tell, uh, you know, with the company. Trouble, we get a lot of surprises, don't we? Look at that, he's amening over there. Yeah, I'm on my way, I'll be there in 20 minutes. I'm on my way, I'll be there. There's this guy we have that works for one of our subs, his name is Lalo. And uh, my, my nickname for Lalo, I told him I was going to get his birth certificate and change, I was going to call Monterey and I was going to get the, at the, the, the uh, oh man, what is the, the consulate. I was going to go to the consulate and get his birth certificate, and I was going to change his name to the Fantasma. Because this guy, in, that in Spanish, that means ghost. <laughs> the Fantasma, man. Man, that's Devato. He just disappears. No trouble. I void 20 minutes. I void. Okay. Hey, y'all, Lalo's coming 20 minutes. We're getting that backsplash, and this and this and this. And go. Okay. 25 minutes. Lalo, where you at? Oh. 20 minutes. Okay, 20 minutes. All the other guys are moving on along. The fantasma is not here. No, I'm there. He'll tell you. He'll tell you. Oh, no, I'm there. Five minutes. Or better yet, he'll, he'll load, the, load the jobs up for the day. How long before you get to the job? 20 minutes. Fantasma, man, he's gone. Surprise. We have jobs out in Fulcher and Needville and all the way out at Lake Conroe and the others. I mean, all over. Liberty. I mean, just. Um, and our guys like Trouble or some other super, they'll have to drive all the way out there after he's already told them he's on the job and they get there. Where's Lalo? And then you call. 
No answer. Surprise. I'll have you know that because of these situations, I really don't like surprises that much, except on my birthday and Christmas. I like surprises. Unless it's, hey, let's go have a steak. I like that surprise. Yeah, Phantasma. And that's just one guy. We got over 50. We get a lot of surprises, don't we? Yeah. James, where you at? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's not in here, is he? <laughs> no, he's... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I won't go there. I'm just, I'm just joking, James. Um, there's a, a surprise that I love, right? I, I, uh, for my daughter, Hannah, when she got married... Uh, they actually bought me a gift. I never expected that. And it was a, a really cool handmade leather guitar strap that got some cool designs in it. It's, really, it's a really well-made strap. Solid leather. It's beautiful. Smells so good. And, uh, I, man, I love that kind of surprise. But the unveiling of it, I had no idea what it was. Y'all know that feeling, right? You start getting, oh, yeah. And then you open it up, and it's like, yes, right? It's beautiful. That's what God is enjoying about you and I in our walk right now. He loves the unveiling of what you are becoming. He loves the, 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 you stepping into through that door, that next door, of whatever that is that you're going through, and that on the other side of that is the piece of you that he was waiting for you to catch up to. Does that make sense? Are y'all with me on this? There is the unveiling of you, and that is what I am so stuck on right now. Not just for myself, but for us as a community. That the unveiling of who you are, the reason is because when that happens... That is how God is revealed. Y'all remember that from the other day? We read that in Colossians here. I wasn't going to go back there. But as you become fully in your identity, God is revealed more around you and to you. It's beautiful. So we get down here to this verse 5. Um, he says, Live as one who has died to every form of sexual sin and impurity. Live as one who has died to diseases and desires for forbidden things, including the desire for wealth, which is the essence of idol worship. And he goes on and talks about um, these things. In our, in our religious days, when we would read, you know, thou shalt not, and, and it, when New King James, it was, you know, you remember the, 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 how some of our religious days were? You know, you shall not go to see the movie theaters. <laughs> you women shall not wear big earrings. Remember them? Remember them? Oh, Lord. <laughs> you better not let somebody any, sit on the altar or step on it like I did the other day. And on and on. That's not what he says here. What he says here is live as one who has died. And that's really what the, what, the, what the actual Greek talks about is it's not a list of a do and a don't. It's a changing of not of your behavior, but of who you are. Does anybody have any kids that you know they're doing the thing that you told them to do because they don't want to get in trouble? 
not because it's their heart. Right? How many of you men want your wife to come and kiss you just because it's obligation? That stinks, man. Don't ever kiss me because, well, maybe, never mind. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, do you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Like, there's a difference in obligation and in heart. Man, love is not obligated. Love is love. And identity is who you are. You're not obligated to follow something, but it's who you are becoming. Does this make sense? So we read that there. And, whoops, man, this thing keeps shutting off on me. So let's go. That, I, wanted to, I wanted to start there to finish up this point about the identity and what actually he says about the, um, the heavenly realm, the supernatural. He said in that verse 2, do not um, be distracted with the natural realm. So here's what I was talking about a while ago, just being a little open as since Raquel opened the door. We are building our dream house. We're in the middle of that. We're moving our flooring division of our company. We're leaving the one place we've been at for 14 years. We're leaving the, uh, the fabrication side of the company there. We're moving the whole flooring division and all of the office people over to a new location, and um, it's, a, it's an older building. There's problems. There's issues. There's tenants that rent the front. The people that we bought the building from, they're not totally cleaned out yet, and I got I to gotta be in. Wednesday's the day. And there's all this stuff that's got to go down. We just redid the floors. We're a flooring company. Got to have good floors. And that's another, I was talking about surprises a while ago. This stuff has got to get done because the, the IT people are already set up. Alarm stuff is already set up. This building's got a fire alarm system in it. What? I, I got to learn all about this stuff. And there's all these things. We've got so much material. I can't believe. How many of y'all saw my Facebook or Instagram picture a couple weeks ago? Big old open warehouse. It ain't like that now. And I don't, I was looking at yesterday, I don't know how all this stuff that I have in the new warehouse, how did that fit in that little squirt warehouse we had? I don't get it, but it did. And in the middle of all this going on and on, we have some good moments and we have some rough moments. Is that right? You know, Raquel said before, she loves me, but she don't always like me. I think that the enemy kind of found a little couple of veins in there, and he's been throwing knives at us, man. And, and it's all her fault, but, I mean. <laughs> finally, John's on my side for once. <laughs> my point is, is that these things with the company, they have to happen because of surprises, like I described a while ago uh, with this guy on our job site, right? And this, he, that has to be handled because we have someone paying for that job or already paid or 
whatever the case may be, these things have to get done. And sometimes it's a decision or an answer needed that is maybe a little bit above trouble's level where he's at. And he's like, man, I got to find out. So then he's got to come to Jonathan, our our operations manager, or he's got to come to me. And and it's just one, it has to get done. Does that make sense? And there's no options with that because you're dealing with other people's money. And you have a name to uphold, a, a caliber that you have to uphold. So we have to get things done. In the middle of all this, there's all these surprises, all these problems. And those are the things... The enemy uses them as a distraction in the natural. But the reality is that those are grace growers in the supernatural. Does that make sense? Because when a problem arises, do I get, I? You know, do I do that or do I say, okay, what's the solution? Because I am the solution. You are the solution. Because we have the mindset of Christ, because we have every spiritual blessing, we have the answers. But do we always respond in that? I I believe it, John. (laughs) Although I have a list of the times you have not. (laughs) Me and Zoe share notes. I'm just kidding, John. Do you know what I mean? Are you with me? The other day, look, I'm just being real. The other day, the bathrooms weren't working downstairs. And they tell me two minutes before service. I'm, I am trying to remember, okay, because, you know, Adrian and I, we, we co-lead, right? It's, we're, I'm trying to push that all the way on there. But, but so we co-lead and and now Mark's jamming with us now on the drums, and, and it changes things. And I'm trying to remember, okay, we just went over all this. Oh, i got to set up the Zoom. And then, okay, and then I, Lydia needs my scriptures. And then and I'm running. Oh, i got to go get some water or something. I run over there, and hey, man, the bathrooms are down. Every harmony, every tempo, <laughs> I sing that here. Then she takes that. And then, okay, I got to remember this bridge on this is six songs. I got to remember these changes. Need the gang signs. Hey, the bathrooms aren't working. Does that make sense? Are you with me? Like, is this just me or is this life? It's real, right? You see what I'm saying? So, in the middle of all of those things, I have to get my, 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 my brain, I need it to think on the supernatural reality of what is happening around me because if it's in the natural it's most likely not going to be good because if I handle it in the natural I'm not handling it as a son I'm handling it as Chris so what did I learn that I'm repeating some of this I'm glad that you asked it that way John Uh, go with me to Romans chapter 8 John, I don't mean to pick on you, man. I'm sorry, brother. I love you, man. I'll take that. That one actually doesn't bother me anymore because I've heard it so much. Keep them to yourself. All right, Romans chapter 8. 
So this is an extremely memorable passage, right? Everybody knows Romans 8, right? It's, it's, you, you know this is powerful. So here's the thing. In Romans 8, I'm going to read out of the uh, New American Standard, verse 1. Um, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit of life uh, in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, weak as it was, through the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and as an offering for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh. Uh, Side note, freebie, God and Jesus do not condemn anybody. He condemned sin. Do you got that? That's what was condemned. All right. Verse 4, here we go. So that the requirement, he condemned sin so that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Pay real close attention to verse 5 here. For those who are in one accord with the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who are in one accord with the spirit, the things of the spirit. So you've heard that. Many times before, correct? And um, the, let me get to that page, sorry. The interesting thing is that for so long, we, we would make a religious list and we would make a religious action of, um, that's why people didn't go to the movies. That's why people didn't. Uh, do all these other things or why they did do certain things because, oh, that's fleshly. Oh, that's fleshly. That's, uh, that's our flesh, right? If you get mad, oh, you're, you're in the flesh. Well, there's two points there. Number one, Jesus got mad and he actually went away, went to, to his house, made a rope, made a whip, came back and whooped everybody, flipped the tables. The second thing is your flesh is dead. If you're in Christ, your flesh is dead, period, Okay. So, but there is an aspect to that that we will look at later. But for right here, this is, I want to read it to you out of the Passion, verse 5, um, because there's, there's some amazing breakdowns here that uh, Brian Simmons has done with the actual, the, including the Aramaic and, and how, the, the, how the culture was at that time and what was actually said. It's beautiful. Um, verse 5. Those who are motivated by the... Oh, wait, let me back up to verse 4, sorry. It says, so now every righteous requirement of the law can be fulfilled through the anointed one living his life in us, and we are free to live not according to our flesh, but according to the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. Does that make sense? Oh, uh, there we go. Okay. Okay, I'm on. Okay. Raquel? No. To live not according to our flesh, but according to the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. Verse 5. For those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits themselves. But those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. Now, so in the, in the New King James, it was um, you set your mind. 
here it talks about being motivated. I want to read to you um, the Greek word uh, that, that was used here is phroneo. And um, it's, a, it's an actual verb, but it, it means to have an understanding, uh, to be wise, to feel or to think, um, uh, to be of the same mind, to agree together and to cherish the same views or to be harmonious. Uh, but the third definition is to direct one's mind to a thing, uh, to seek or to strive for, or to seek one's interest or advantage. And the point here is that, so we have several ways to look at this phrase that Paul wrote to us. To set your minds or to be motivated is to think, to be in harmony, and we're shooting after spiritual realities, right? Isn't that what he said? So, in this verse here, those who are motivated by the flesh will only pursue what benefits themselves, but the ones who live according to the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated. That's the word. They're motivated to pursue spiritual realities. The whole phrase here is talking about putting your mind on those things, and we used to think that's why you had to turn off the TV. That's why you couldn't, oh my God, you played video games? Are you serious? You know, Matt had an encounter with the Lord he just told us about. You know, Sean Bowles had a radical encounter, a six-hour encounter while he was playing Elder Scrolls or something. I don't know, Skyrim or something like that. I don't know what it is exactly. Uh, I just know it's something about sword fighting. Yes. Anyway. Um, but in this verse, those who live by the impulse of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities for the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset controlled by the Holy Spirit finds life and peace. So in that verse 5, there is uh, most of our translations uh, lean towards the Greek. But in the Aramaic, this is, there's a hidden gem in the Aramaic, and it's so beautiful. Um, it's on that last part of that, that line right there, uh, that part, uh, uh, verse 5, duh, 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 the Holy Spirit... Uh, to pursue spiritual realities. So here's what that phrase in the Aramaic is. Um, in the Greek, it leans more towards doing what pleases God, but the Aramaic, it can also be translated as those who are in the flesh, they see, only, they, they see him only in the flesh, but those who are in the spirit see him in the spirit. The, the point is, is that at that right there, at that moment, it's how you're viewing God. How are you viewing the Father? What's your outlook of Him versus the outlook of the situation you're in? The, the view that you have determines whether you're going to handle it in the natural or the supernatural. I have got to put myself in a position where I am seeking that supernatural reality, where I am viewing everything as a supernatural reality. Because if I'm not, then I'm going to respond in the natural rather than reacting to it with a super, super, supernatural solutionary response. Does this make sense? Are you all with me? And there was, um, there was one other... Um, Oh, 
I had my other note here. You know what? I'm, I'm missing something. Whoops. Let me just check one thing real quick, y'all. Somebody play the, uh, the Jeopardy. <laughs> Trouble, you can probably play that on. All right. 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I lost, my, I lost my other note. So, okay, that's all right. It's all good. This Romans 8... I'll get back over there real quick. Are y'all with me? Are you good? All right, man. So the supernatural realities that we're, we're running after. We've been praying for Roger. How many days? How, how long has Roger been in the hospital, Sarah? Over 40 days. Forty days that we've been praying for healing, we've been praying for miracles, we've been praying for the supernatural, and it's not happened. Many people will throw that in our face, and they will, they will, I mean, you know, oh really? Supernatural is real, how come, how come you pray for this guy and nothing happens? That is a very good question. And I was just fixing to go there. We had this morning, Sarah gave us the testimony during worship practice that he, first time in, in all this time that he's eaten a full breakfast. Yeah. My point is, is that right there. We have got to focus on the supernatural reality rather than the negativity of the natural. And that's only going to happen as we set our mind on it. You know, like when we're up here, you know, Mark stepping in, playing drums. I've been a musician for a very long time. I played with, man, I played with some amazing people. I mean, I did prison ministry for about 10 years. Man, there's some dudes up in there, man, that toured Europe and all the world. And those guys are amazing. And, you know, we were talking about this the other day. You know, when you find somebody and it just fits in the pocket, I don't, if you're a musician, you get that. And, man, when you get somebody in that pocket, like, it, it's cool. But finding there and getting there, like, like you got to get there, right? It takes patience. It takes practice. But if, if Mark just came in and sat on the drums and, and you know, just uh, whatever, we wouldn't get there. If I come in one day and I'm just so focused on the phantasma at the job, then... <laughs> I'm going to hit wrong chords, wrong notes. If we're over here waiting for Adriana to do her WandaVision gang signs, I mean, <laughs> and she misses it, then we, don't, we never get there. We all have to come in and be focused, and we have to think about what we're doing. We have to think about timing. We have to think about chords and notes, and she plays that this way, and then he crashes here, and there's a, oh, there's a role in timing, and there's all these beautiful things that have to come together, but we have to actually put our mind to it. And I, there's another note here that I had, and I wanted to read it exactly out of the, um, exactly out of the Aramaic, and I don't have it. So the point is, is that it's all about setting your mind. 
Because the reality is, is that you are the supernatural reality around you. Does that make, does that make sense? We have to set our mind on it, but the reality is, is you don't have to look for it because it's you. You are the supernatural encounter for the natural realm around you. Why do you think they were able to take down the walls of Jericho with a step and a vocal sound? Does it make sense? So as you step into your identity, you're stepping in to the supernatural reality around you. And that looks different for everybody. Uh, we were talking the other night. Um, we were talking the other night up here, and uh, some people, um, when the Holy Spirit is manifesting is a word that we use a lot when you're feeling that, uh, some people laugh. Some people get drunk. No, they do, really. Um, you know, like me, I know I haven't, I have a, I have a, I love my relationship with Holy Spirit. I love it. But I've, I've only gotten drunk like that in the spirit. I've only got that to happen one time. It was right here. No, it really, it was right here, man. It was right here. And, um, but there's so many other ways that it happens with me, Right? You know, I remember one of the most important times where I clearly, um, the supernatural overrode my natural response. I had someone in my company do something extremely bad, something that is worth going to jail over, something that is worth absolutely being fired for, and um, as that happened, we were talking, and um, I had just come through reading uh, The Culture of Honor, which is an amazing book. I highly recommend it from Danny Silk. Danny, I just did you a plug, so <laughs> help a brother out. And... What, what happened is um, I set this person down and I said, tell me what happened. And they didn't know that I actually already knew the whole truth. I got like half of Harris County Sheriff's Department is my family, I think. So I had actually already found out what had happened and, uh, and they did. They told me the whole truth. And I said, okay, because that was going to be my gauge of, you know, I wanted to honor but I can't honor lies. And so we had made the decision. Uh, they told me the truth. And so we completely uh, wiped the slate. And we said, okay, we're going to start over. But here are some stipulations. Here are some things we're going to check in here, here, and here. We're going to do this, this, this. And I remember that happened because the supernatural reality of honor and love, the way that Jesus handled people when we thought they didn't deserve it and he knew that they did, that was the way Holy Spirit manifested with me that day. 
And I was able to show mercy, compassion, grace, all because of a, of a supernatural reality of wisdom and honor. Does that make sense? So what is it going to look like? Like all of you have different ways. Zoe's an artist. She paints. The Lord speaks to her through her painting and her creativity, right? And it's all over the place. Angela is one of the most crazy, awesome atmosphere changers that I've ever been around. You know, she gets up here, when, when we hand her the mic, you know the first thing she says, praise the Lord, saints. <laughs> praise the Lord, saints. I can't do it. I was going to try. I can't do it. And you know, if everybody, I love it. I need to maybe, maybe in the middle of service, I need to do that because sometimes they're too quiet for me. I don't, I, I'm like, what's going on, man? I want some talk back. You know, I'm going to start doing that. And so anyway, sorry, jab, jab. Anyway, uh, it can be just everybody's, oh, yes, praise, praise God, praise God. Angela gets the mic, praise the Lord, saints. And everybody goes, oh, God, praise the Lord, yes. And she does it two or three times. And she gets louder. Praise the Lord, saints. And you get louder. Why? Because that is her God-given gift to shift atmospheres. She opens her mouth, and the heavenly, the atmosphere around us says, oh, snap. What is she going to tell us to do now? And it listens. But do you see what I'm saying? For some, it, it's, it's just different. Everyone has a different reality and a gifting and an identity. So let's continue to step into that. As we become who we are, then we become core. As we become who we are as individuals, we as a community become core church. And whatever that looks like. We still don't know. We're still trying to find that out. All we know is we're about family and kingdom. And we're pursuing that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I want to do something this morning. Would you stand with me? I, I, I want to, um, you know, we don't believe in telling you what to do except sometimes. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Um, I do want to tell you, I was going to share some points about how to activate the supernatural mindset, or supernatural way of thinking. Um, one of the ways is speaking in tongues. Um, if you uh, have not stepped into that yet, or you're afraid of it, or you don't understand it, you want to know what it's like, let's go have lunch, man. It's, there's no pressure. There's no pressure. It's, it, that's like... Uh, that's an extra bonus. I believe it's necessary in your life. But if you haven't gone into that yet, it's okay. It's no big deal. There's no pressure. But if you want to, come talk to Raquel and I. We'd love to give you what we understand from the Word and how it works with us. But that's, that's number one. To me, that's the simplest, easiest way is to just start speaking in tongues, praying, praying in tongues. Obviously, I don't know if you notice this language that Raquel's been using, but just dialogue with the Lord. Right? Just have that conversation. It's a little hard for me sometimes in those moments when I get the surprise, you know. Man, we were working on the building Saturday, and Kevin got a phone call, and he goes, man, that's like the fifth or sixth home that it's not our fault. Praise the Lord. 
the house is leaking full of water, and we got to go pull our countertops off. Surprise, you know, and they need it right now. There's mold in the house. I mean, sorry. Sometimes in those moments, like I don't start to think when I get the surprise, I don't think, okay, Father, hmm, how do I, what should I, when should I? Why would I? We, I, don't, I don't instantly have those. That's just me. You, you may, right? Speaking in tongues, but I, the, the other thing is, um, when we, what do we read in the Scripture? That God is love. Someone wants a definition of love, it's God. Someone wants a definition of God, it's love. Does that make sense? So the number one, is God supernatural? So the number one thing for me that I am trying to get my brain to adjust to, my thinking, I'm trying to set my mind on, is that He is love, and every aspect around me should require and step into love. Because if I can step in to love or bring love into a situation, then I'm bringing God in that situation. Does that make sense? And it's automatically supernatural. Does that make sense? I've got a lot of breakdown for some practical steps that I'm working on, but those are my, num- those are my two go-tos. Number one is pray in tongues, speak in tongues. And the second is to activate love in the situation. We have a job. Did you see the text Friday or Saturday? He's wanting to know where's the wood. We got a job that's and it's going to cost us. Uh, it's 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 over. It's going to cost us sixty thousand dollars because of a mistake and a mess up. That's not really cool. I mean, you don't think that's cool, do you? <laughs> that's not cool at all. And I don't like to throw numbers out there, but I, I wanted you to understand the gravity of the situation. <laughs> and the guy is texting Trouble and I, hey, where's this? Hey, where's that? And, and he has every right. It was a mistake. It was partly his fault, partly our fault, partly Intergy's fault. Uh, and I can give you the details later, or Mia's or something like that, right? But... We get that text, and right away, I don't feel like injecting love into that situation with this gentleman. I don't. I don't want to say, oh, hey, friend, man, bless you, brother. I, I don't, that's not my first response. So I have to shondai. And I love it. I'm being very open with you, and I'm being... I, I'm telling you how it is for me because this is the reality of life. And in that moment, the natural uh, distractions want to say, look at this guy. Ain't he got any respect? Yeah, he knows you're on it. He knows you're waiting on the wood. He knows it's not your fault that this and this. That's not going to change it. And that's not, that's not Holy Spirit saying those things to me. Love is always the number one answer because God is love and love is God. 
And love applies anywhere and everywhere. There's no nook or cranny or crevice. What We just sang it. I can't remember the words now. No mountain you won't climb up. No, I can't, I can't do it. I can't get it. No lie you won't tear down. No wall you won't kick down. Coming after me, yeah. There's nothing in the way of his love. So to activate um, the supernatural reality is not really... I want to start there today with us because of what we've read. But we don't need to continue to activate it. We just need to live in it. We just need to be you. You are the supernatural reality that walks around in this natural world. You know, we said it for all these years that we're just pilgrims passing through. Isn't that what what Peter talked about? Like a vapor of smoke, right? Because this isn't our home anymore. This isn't, this isn't us anymore. So this morning, I want to do something. Um, you don't have to do this, obviously, but uh, we believe full-heartedly in what we call a prophetic act, right? Um, and it's just um, as if. Does that make sense? Is that a fair way to say that? It's an as if, right? And so I want to I ask you, if you want to do this with me, uh, I want to activate my thinking in the supernatural reality. So would you put your hand on your forehead? And um, if you want to, you don't have to. But Father, this morning I come to you, and in reading your word, man, it's just so beautiful and amazing about the supernatural realities. And so you talk about setting our minds. That's what you had Paul write. And so this morning, right here, right now, Father, as our hands are on our foreheads, we activate, we kickstart, we generate the thinking, we set our minds on the supernatural way of thinking. And I pray this morning that you would right now, you would click some things into place, that you would help us, Holy Spirit, that you would, you know, you lead and you guide us. That's what you do. You reveal the Father's heart. So we're asking you, number one, that we know that you're doing that, but we're asking that you would help us to recognize it. Help us to recognize that we are the supernatural reality walking around in a natural realm. Father, I just thank you so much for everyone in this place, for everyone watching uh, with YouTube or on the podcast or the Zoom right here, Lord. Uh, I just pray for the activation and the awareness, the setting of our minds onto the supernatural reality so that we can fulfill our destiny of becoming who we're meant to be. And I thank you in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Yeah. Man, he's good, amen? Yeah? Amen. So, Father, I just pray. I just, you know, Ephesians talks about sealing with the Holy Spirit. I just seal this with the Holy Spirit right now, Father, These, what we've done here today. And I ask you in the name of Jesus, you would bless every person as we leave this place. And every heart, Father, would just simply be awakened uh, to our destiny so that we can see you move. In the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. He's good. Amen. Yeah. Listen, uh, if you need prayer for anything specific, please come up and see us.
Um, man, anything at all, we love you. God bless, be safe, and go, go and change the world around you. Amen?